If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Why the mission specialist, I am sometimes asked. Well, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be with you here on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel and also live on Facebook. Uh, you can connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org, uh, braveheartsradio.org, where you can find all the past episodes of the, uh, of the show in the podcast section. And you can also donate now if you like the work that we're doing and would like to help us continue this. Um, today we're going to be talking about empowerment through networking. Um, why? Because, you know, we all network and what that means for you is, is what if it were possible for you to, to find a way to really be empowered through the networking that you do? Uh, my guest today is Frank Agin. Uh, he is the f- uh, f- author of several books, uh, including Foundational Networking, uh, the founder of AmSpirit Networking, uh, the n- founder and the host of the Networking RX podcast, uh, creator of the Charitable Roundtable, all-around good guy and a friend of mine. Uh, Frank, welcome to the show. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio. Well, with that with that buildup, I don't know. I think it's it's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, could be. You know, sledding is is better when it's downhill. Uh, it is, yeah. but but ninety yeah. percent of sledding is walking back up the hill. <laughs> think about it. It's yeah. a lot of work. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny how how. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes I bounce to a topic that's like, oh, that's completely unrelated. And uh, it, I, I was reminded of the, um, of the, the Will Ferrell ad, which I thought was the best ad in the Super Bowl, where the, for the, I think it was General Electric, Electric Vehicles, and he was talking to the, to the Norwegians who are ahead of us per capita in electric vehicle use. Right. Uh, and he uh, refers to them as losers. Uh, (laughs) those of us in the northern climb and that that are fans of the winter olympics uh can can maybe understand the the luge so um well there's a there's a build-up uh to a uh to a downhill run um i I say you're author of several books uh frank um foundational networking among them uh is do you have a favorite book uh networking rx um um, what, uh, oh, you know, I wrote two novels, probably my favorite book yeah. is one of my novels. Uh, it's called rival. It's just a story about a high school football rivalry and it's just, it's, um, but I mean, it's <clears throat> writing books, um, you know, writing books is a, is a challenge. Writing a yeah. novel is an special challenge because is a special, especially challenging because, you kind of have to take it sequentially and you've got to know where you're going and set things up knowing that, okay, I've got to trip it here. And if this is going to happen, I've got to kind of hint to it here. And uh, we're writing uh, professional development books like foundational networking or networking RX. Um, 
you can jump all over the place. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. feeling like doing the end of it today, you know, and you can do it. Um, and uh, so, but yeah, it's, I mean, they're all good. Um, I might write more, who knows? Yeah, I've written one book, but I haven't published it yet. Um, the, uh, the book I call Permission to Have a Great Life. It's about the authentic voice that we hear that, um, you know, is really the only true guide that we ever have, that authentic voice that comes from within. Um, and the, uh, the permission to have a great life is, uh, it, it's, it's not permission that I can give because you already have it. Right. Um, but um, so how, how did, uh, you know, you've, you've been writing a long time and um, you've, been, you've been networking a long time. Um, you, you founded uh, the AmSpirit uh, networking organization. Um, how did how did you uh, how how were you inspired to do that? Um, you know, like anything, it's a long story. I mm -hmm. um, I live in Columbus, Ohio. I, I grew up in Michigan. I grew up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, about mm -hmm. four hours north of Green Bay. Um, shout out to Houghton, Michigan. Um, but um, I got accepted to law school here. I got a law degree. I got an MBA from the Ohio State University. And from there, that led me into a job as a tax consultant with the big six accounting firm. Um, and I was kind of operating even through college and into professional school in the mindset that the more you know, the more credentials, the more letters you have after your name, the more unstoppable you'll be. Mm -hmm. And I had this great career and this great life, in public accounting, great pay, great everything, but realized I didn't want to do taxes for the rest of my life. I don't want to be involved in the tax code. Um, it just, to me, wasn't exciting. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with somebody who does. It just wasn't for me. And so I left and went into private practice. And I tell people that a funny thing happened when I went into the private practice of law. And the funny thing was that nothing happened. Hmm. I had no idea how to get clients. Hmm. Um, I... I literally uh, just sat and waited for the phone to ring. And it's especially challenging as an attorney because you're really not supposed to advertise. You're not supposed to cold call people. Mm -hmm. um, so you're kind of, you're kind of waiting. Well, one day I had uh, lunch with a friend of mine and I asked her, I said, what do I need to do to become successful as an attorney? She said, well, you need to get into a tips club or a leads group. Mm -hmm. had no idea what she was talking about, but she introduced me to some people who were part of an organization was based out of Pittsburgh that brought together entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals on a weekly basis to learn about each other and exchange referrals. So when I showed up at that first meeting, it immediately made sense mm -hmm. that I can raise my, I can raise my whole world by helping other people first, mm -hmm. just trusting that they'll do something in return which is a complete departure from accumulating letters after your name. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. It's not who you know, it's what you do with those relationships. So I really doubled down on that, became very involved in that. And, and you know, think about it, Brian. I could talk you up all day long. Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to say, please do, please do. I could talk you up all day long and feel energized at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. If I self-promote self for five minutes, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, so I really kind of became a, a believer in, uh, you know, call it networking, rela building relationships. I had the opportunity to become the first franchisee in that organization. And then in the early 2000s, had the opportunity to buy it out. And oh, yeah. I rebranded it as Am Spirit Business Connections. 
um, stop the practice of law. And that really kind of set me on this path of, you know, doing the things I do, the, you know, the writing of the books, I actually wrote a book coming out of undergrad. I had played college football and wrote a book about that. And that really gave me the confidence that I could write a book, you know, mm-hmm. I wrote a 500 page novel. I could write a book. Yeah. Um, and so as I was moving along, working with the Amspeared business connections, uh, um, I was just becoming more of a student of professional relationships and why we do the things we do and how we could become successful. And um, I just, you know, I've got so many thoughts. I need to get them down and in, into books. So that's what it ended up doing. Yeah. You find that um, so many people have a book in them. Yeah. And um, uh, the question comes up, well, I wonder if, I wonder if I should write that book. And I, I, I tend to think that if you, if it gives you joy to write the book, write the book. You know, if yeah. somebody buys it, that's a bonus, you know. So, I, yeah, I totally agree. And um, I, I tell people, uh, listen, you, uh, um, you have an obligation to the world to get that book out because you mm-hmm. might speak to somebody, you might save somebody's life. You need to get that out. Yeah. You never know. You know, there, there isn't something about the, the duty that we have um, to, to serve. Um, and um, uh, it was um, – uh, Jason Cutter was yeah. Jason uh, Cutter, yeah. Jason Cutter yeah. was on was at, I met him at your at one of your networking events, yeah. Recently, and uh, what he had to say was just so so marvelous. You know, just that um, uh, you have, people have uh, have the cure to someone's pain. They have um, even if someone's doing well, they have a way to take them to the next level, and um, so we you really have a duty to to do that. Yeah, uh, for people, and and so it's not so much selling. I think that you know my my experience with with networking. I've done a lot of networking. I used to do a lot of it face to face. You know, we go to a, go to have coffee with a bunch yep. of people and pass around the cards. And and there there was a, there's there's a kind of an extreme to it of um, someone just uh, just passing out cards like they're like they're like they're dealing a card game, and uh, not making not even making eye contact. Um, and then at the other end of the extreme, there's, um, I, I remember a fellow, I, I still keep in touch with him a little bit, Bo Smith. And Bo was a guy that at a networking event, he would always have someone that he wanted you to connect with. And Man. that's, that's the treasure. That's the, that's the person you want to connect. That's that, that's who you want to really see. And that's, yeah. so when, when we talk about empowerment through networking, um, being the, being the person with, a connection for someone is really the empowering aspect of networking, isn't it? it well, it is. You know, one of my many sayings, I have lots of sayings. My kids roll their eyes, you know, like every dad, right? <laughs> uh, but everybody I know could benefit by somebody else I know. Mm-hmm. And if you stop and think about that, it's really a staggering amount of good that you can do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, you know, if I know a thousand people, um, you know, the number of potential connections with the, you know, connecting A to B, B to C, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's thousands, it's oh, thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a mathematical formula. You won't get into it. That's a, yeah. save that for another show. Um, but when people tell me, listen, I don't really know what I can do for somebody else. You're just, you're not thinking broadly enough because there are two people that need to be connected in your world yeah and it, you're really helping two people two people will f- 
will forever, forever remember you as they, you know, continue doing business or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it costs you nothing. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, you, you you love this too. I know because I've seen you do it already. And uh, uh, sending an email out to two people that you know and said and say, hey, you know, one of the great joys I have is to connect people that that I like that I see some synergy. And uh, you know, you can you can do something as, in terms of the introduction, um, or you can just say, I leave it up to you from here on, and yeah. watch what happens. And and that can be wonderful. Yeah. No, I I, I that's a staple of mine. Mm-hmm. I should keep track of how many of the keep track of how many of those I do over the course of a day or a week and yeah. or month and it's probably it's hundreds. Um and you know it it just takes minutes. It just yeah. takes minutes to do. Um and I take great joy in doing it. Yeah. You know that I I often uh, will will use the phrase uh, there's no algebra on this show. And, uh, you know, so that I, I don't think there's algebra involved with the, uh, with the thousand connection potential. Uh, but I think it, it could be, and I, I'm probably wrong about this too, but it could be uh, 1000 with an exclamation mark after it. That's uh, 1000 factorial. That's a, that's a pretty big number when you get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, we're coming up to our first break here on Brave Hearts Radio and, um, It'll be uh, uh, coming back again with Frank Egan on uh, Voice America's Brave Hearts Radio. Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of uh, 60 Seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Why the mission specialist, you may ask? Well, hey, it's your parade I just make sure that you're in it. 
Um, connect with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org, BraveHeartsRadio.org. Um, also, hey, check out uh, the Art of Convening Core Training, the uh, Center for Purposeful Leadership, CenterForPurposefulLeadership.com. Uh, the Art of Convening Core Training. It's going to be starting again um, March 17th. I've been through this course. Uh, Craig Neal and Claudia Isinger are going to be putting it on. They are absolutely amazing, fun to work with, lots to learn. And uh, whatever you do, uh, working with people, I think you can uh, find that you, you'll do better if you uh, work with uh, Craig and Claudia on the Art of Convening Core Training. Um, Talking with um, Frank Agan today, empowerment through networking, and um, you know you you founded the um, uh, Am Spirit Business Connections, and um, you also do the Networking RX podcast, um, or is it Networking Prescription? Um, well, that's networking RX, I call it. <laughs> well, I see that, but you know, RX is also that. That's also that's that, kind of code. Well, for it is the prescription right? sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the uh, uh, pres- the, the uh, networking is a prescription for a lot of ills in business. I think, and uh, maybe I should just turn that over to you and let you address that idea. Well, I mean, it's true. It's it, you know, it's not even just business; it's life. You know, yeah. I think one of the biggest problems we have in this country is loneliness. Mm. Um, and it's, it's probably a bigger problem than smoking. Um, mm. you know, it's just people being lonely. It's it, in fact, there was a study by, I think the surgeon general basically, basically, I don't know, a study, but came out saying, you know, yeah. chronic loneliness is the equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Um, wow. it's just very corrosive on us. And, uh, um, you know, so I, I, you know, when I certainly when I talk to business people about networking and building relationships, it's kind of a, a profit motive or a, a success motive. Um, but I talk to other people about it as well, and it's not you know it, where does networking begin and where does it end? People say, yeah. "When did you start networking?" Geez, you know, when I was born. Um, yeah. You know, when am I going to stop networking? I don't know. I got to have six people carry my casket. I I yeah. got to keep it up, right? <laughs> Um, you know, so it's kind of a lifelong pursuit building these relationships. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm fond of saying is that another one of my sayings, but, you know, networking works. It just doesn't always work when you want it to work. Uh-huh. You know, you go out and you'll do something and 20 years later, it'll come back and manifest itself to yeah. you. Um, it doesn't work always how you want it to work. You go mm-hmm. out there to a business event, hoping to pick up a client or something and um, get a great tip on a wonderful inexpensive vacation opportunity that's networking not what you wanted but hey take it um it doesn't necessarily work where you want it to work we go to these networking events hoping that something will happen and you know we're at a convenience store and we strike up a conversation with somebody behind us and and that becomes very meaningful and all of those cases kind of have manifested themselves somewhere in my life where it's Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh you know didn't expect that this was going to be happening here but it did you know or i never thought anything would come from that but now it has it's come full circle or you know i didn't you know i didn't expect to be on this radio program you know kind of a thing um you just never know yeah well and and uh, um you know, when you think of empowerment through networking and the idea of giving rather than expecting, um, that, that there's a there's a mindset that uh, that I haven't known you very long, but I see I see that exude 
from you, Frank. The uh, the idea that uh, I'm you know I've, I've got something for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it's you hear this all the time from you know the greats like Tony Robbins and you know some of the mindset people out there. Mm-hmm. I can't control anything but me. Mm-hmm. I can't control if you're going to do something for me, yeah. but I can control whether I do something for you and just trust. And a lot of times people keep score. Well, I, you know, I did that thing for Brian and he hasn't come back. You know, he's out of it. Yeah. But I look at it this way <laughs> is my ability to help you, which again, isn't totally in my control. You might not be able to help me for yeah. whatever reason, for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but the fact that I have been able to help you allows me to push some karma out into the world um, and things come back from it. People might mm-hmm. be seeing me help you and say, wow. I want to be associated with him. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I just, you know, tell people focus on the things you can do and just trust it'll come back to you. And it, it you know, it generally does. It generally comes back in ways that um, you, you can't predict. Yeah. You can't predict. Well, you know, there, there are probably, you know, extremes from that. Uh, see uh, the, um, the, the the kind of I, I think of it maybe as the go giver type of uh, networking, yeah. um, that um, an extreme view of it might be what a fool uh, to do something without getting anything in return, and then the other extreme might might be I like that I like his style, yeah. and we 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 have a tendency to be able to decide which of the two we want to hang out with, yeah. And the I like your style is uh, that that would be my that would be my tendency, and I, I, I think of something one of my mentors Earl Nightingale said. Uh, I think he told me, but you know he told a lot of people this. He said the world is a mirror. You know it uh, it it reflects back to us who we are, and uh, gave the example of the the fellow sitting in front of a of a cold wood wood burning stove, telling it give me some heat. Then I'll give you some wood. Right. <laughs> that's funny. That's no, that's funny. No, but it's, you know, just, you know, helping other people. And I don't know, it's just, it, you know, it's, I think there's a lot of, there are lots of benefits to it. And, and mm-hmm. certainly people can look on and say, okay, what a fool for doing that. Um, I, you know, I don't know. It's um, well, I do know. I mean, I just, it's, I, I it's worked for me. Yes. Yeah. And it's not calculating. It's worked for me. And uh, I, I always tell people, who would you want to hang out with? You know, who yeah. do you want to root for? You want to root for the generous person. Yeah. If you could pick somebody, think about it this way. If you could pick somebody outside of your family to win the lottery, yeah. who would you want? The person who's going to keep it all to themselves or the person down the street that you know is just going to invest it in the community and do great things with it. Yeah. You want to make sure that person who's going to do great things with it wins the lottery. So we naturally root for the people who are generous. Yeah. Um, it's easy to say short term. Yeah. What a fool, you yeah. know, for doing things for other people. And I get it. There are things where it becomes you're generous to a fault. And I try not to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm calculating or manipulating, but I'm willing to help people who are willing to help others. Um, and if I sense that somebody, it's all about them, I, I'm, you know, 
I'm done with them. Yeah. Not in a mean way, but it just, I'm done. No, no. Yeah. No, no need for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a, we have a, a saying around here, uh, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And yeah. it's, it's the idea that, you know, I say, pick up a cigarette, but you made the world a better place. Um, and every, everything that we do affects everything else that we do and it affects everything else. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of inescapable that way. No, in fact, I love that quote. You've shared it with me. Um, I have a second podcast, which is a one minute daily. No. Oh, okay. Um, and I did a whole one minute episode, a whole one minute to you, Brian, uh, <laughs> to talk about that quote, because I think it's a powerful quote. Wow. You know, I mean, people, people often judge people by what they get, you know, well, yeah. Brian's not, he's not generous. He's never done anything for me. That is not the test. Yeah. The test is what has he done in general? That's the test. What's your mindset? Um, yeah. And I, I wish I knew where where that came from because I don't remember thinking that I've got you know there are there are some pretty good quotes that I've that I've thought up on my own, right? Or at least I think I did, but uh, that that's not one of them. I, I don't know who first said that, but it's 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 one of those things that it's, you know it seems like it's universally inspired. Yeah, that uh, it could have come to uh, a number of people at the same time or in in one version or another. Well, no, my theory on it is this, is that the person who came up with that mm -hmm. was so magnanimous that they didn't ever want to take credit for it. So oh, I'm just going to okay. throw it. Here's a great quote. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't need oh. anything for it. Right. Yeah. Um, like that, that, that famous sage, Arthur Unknown, um, at, uh, so attributed to so many, so many quotes to him. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we're kind of pushing pushing the limit there. Yeah, um, it's your show. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's um, well. Um, one of the things that I that I mentioned uh, uh, in the uh, in the intro for you, your your introduction is the the creator of the charitable roundtable, and uh, I, I know we're going to have some conversation about that. Uh, how how yeah. are you inspired to, to begin that? Well, through Amspirit Business Connections, I've just helped thousands of businesses become successful. And I just, back in uh, late 2014, I just said, you know, what, what if I, what if I just brought not-for-profits together with the notion that you've all solved challenges mm -hmm. um, and you all have challenges, put your challenges on the table. And other people can help solve those. And mm -hmm. that's really where it came from. And there was a handful of people that met the first time. And we've met the second Friday of every month um, since, since January, the second Friday in January 2015. Um, mm -hmm. And it's been a powerful thing. And, you know, COVID has done a great thing for it because COVID has allowed us to take it virtual. So rather than us, a group of people in Columbus, Ohio, it's... Uh, it's it's virtual. Yeah. Well, I've met a met a, 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 a tremendous group of people from Columbus, Ohio, over the past uh, several weeks, and um, it's you know it's it, it's interesting because you meet people from all over the place, and it's like oh another another person from Columbus, and that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we come back from our from our second break here. Sure. We're Go, go back to uh, to a break and be back with uh, Frank Egan on uh, 
Voice America's Brave Hearts radio program. Stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, welcome back. And welcome to spring, March 1st. Uh, it's the uh, beginning of meteorological spring. And uh, that's the one I pick because uh, if you get a chance to get out of winter, I'm going to go for that. If you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, the mission specialist. Uh, today is... Uh, uh, coming to the third segment, I always say a little bit about the National Day of the Day. Uh, seven national days today, including Dad Gum, That's Good Day. Uh, last week had Mar- Marlo Anderson, the originator of the National Day calendar, uh, one of the great supporters of uh, Brave Hearts for Kids, pediatric cancer charity, and uh, was my, my guest. Marlo has been one of my, my uh, best friends for a long time. I think, I think he's the kind of guy that it seems like um, a lot of people probably say there's one of my best friends. Uh, we, we have people like that in our lives, right, Frank? That we say are our best friends? Yeah, our best friends. And you think, man, he's, he's probably got a lot of best friends. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm very careful. I, um, I don't know. People, some people don't have that many friends. Come on. You do, we just met. We're, we're great friends. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's you know, uh, it, you know, everything reminds me of a story. I'm just I'm thinking of uh, Val Kilmer's uh, Doc, uh, yeah, Doc Holiday in uh, uh, in in uh, Tombstone. Yeah, he says, uh, "Why do you do this?" Wide up is my friend. He said, "Hell, I got lots of friends. I don't." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but um, you know, we we talked about the uh, networking. Um, 
uh, you got the circle of five in uh, in Dunbar's number. You know the uh, and 150 people that are that are friends, uh, different different uh, going out from your 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 really tight circle of. Uh, in inner circle, and I don't know that's necessarily five people, but there's all kinds of ideas about um, about um, who influences us. Um, right. Uh, who who would you uh, recollect as a uh, as a mentor? Um, wow. You know, it depends on the. It. I've had a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, certainly my parents. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've got a work ethic from them. I remember. Um, my mom was a hard worker. My, my, uh, she's passed. My dad's still around, but I remember, mm-hmm. you know, my dad's, you know, he would sit there on Sundays and watch football and, and work and tinker away with stuff. Yeah. Enjoyed life and sit there, eat popcorn and have a can of pop and, and work. So, you know, certainly him, I uh, had the great opportunity to play college football, little college North of you Beloit college in Wisconsin. Oh and, yeah. 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 Uh, had a wonderful coach there Ed George who, I was. I just always marveled at him because he always had the right answer to things, yeah. complex situations involving race or whatever it might be, and he just always, wow, how did you cut through that? And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I've never thought that I've even approached that. He just seemed to always have the right answer, um, you know. But there's a, you know, there's a lot of people in my life where it's really kind of we'll call it symbiotic, you know. I mean, yeah. there are times I'm in need. And there are times when I'm called upon to, to help. And, you know, you have to, you have to kind of rise up, um, especially as you move along. There's, you know, you start getting older in, in age, there's less people who are, you know, less people out there who have more experience than you. But I think that's where it takes a little bit of humility to say, you know what, I got to look at my kids and say, you know what, I think I can learn something from these kids, Yeah, you know, um, and I think that's a powerful thing, not just my kids, but other people. It's like, okay, what can I, what can I glean from this? Mm-hmm. Um, how they treat people and, you know, kids these days, that sounds horrible. Kids these days, damn kids these days. Um, <laughs> no, but kids these days, you know, they're going to be our salvation as far as, you know, race and gender and kind of mm-hmm. cutting through a lot of the uh, uh, stereotypes and a lot of the, uh uh, bigotry and things like that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, they're just a whole lot better at it. Um, and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm not seeing the right things, but my, you know, there's, I, there's a lot of hope in the world as far as I'm concerned, but well, uh, so you know, go ahead. When, when you say kids these days, and I'm, I'm, I think, um, uh, you know, we were having a conversation this morning with another group. I was on the, uh, the Center for Purposeful Leadership uh, Monday morning call, and we were talking about purpose, and, and I, I, I had a comment there about how what I've observed is that youthfulness is not, an, is not a number. It's right. a, it's a, 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 a state of mind, and, and even more so having a state of passion for ideals. Yeah. So, you know, if we want to, we can be kids these days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm going I, for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, you know, I, um, I have really no interest in retiring. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I, well, I've just turned 59. Um, 
to, I had to choke on that number. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, just a number. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, but I, yeah, I don't feel that. I don't feel that at all. Yeah. And, you know, I've got friends who are retiring and it's like, to do what? Yeah. To, to do what? I mean, I'm just... God, I want to work into my 90s. I'd like to hit 100. I know? hear you. Just, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, take care of myself and luck and a whole bunch of things. But, uh, um, you know, people say, I don't want to go with my boots on. I do. I want to go out helping people. Right. I mean, um, and I just think that's, you know, that's that's the beautiful thing about life. Well, that's, you know, the, and that's that idea that, um, you know, do what you love. Um, you know, who said it? Uh, uh, that's uh, if, if, if money were no object, what would you do? Yeah. Do that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then, uh, you know, I think my, my, my favorite is from Howard Thurman. He said, uh, don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask what makes me come alive. Then go do that. Yeah. And I reckon that's uh, well, that's that's when we find that's what the world wanted from us after all, and the, right. that's what that's where people are really well rewarded. Um, you know, when you're talking about the the, the kids and, and learning something. The kids, I, I I use my my cell phone as an example. I say um, I'm looking for a mentoring program that would pair me with a fifth grader to explain this. <laughs> yeah. And people get that, and it's uh, it's the the intro to something I call circular mentoring, and it's that that's the idea that everyone uh, brings something to the table that everyone else can learn from. Yeah, no, it's I mean it's fascinating. We, you know, I was talking to my uh, my youngest son the other day, and we were talking about oh, I was talking about moon expo- exploration, and they're going to go back yeah. to the moon, and they're going to yeah. colonize the moon, and. You know, you can't live on the moon. There you go, NASA. You can't live on the moon because of all the radiation. But they, uh-huh. there are these uh, lava tunnels that they could live in the lava tunnels. Wow. You know, there's so much energy on the moon because it gets blasted with, with radiation. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just told him, I said, oh, I would love to just be around for the next, you know, 100 years just to see what we're going to do. Um, yeah. it's fascinating. It's not slowing down, right? It's not, okay, the internet, we're done. It's not going to slow down. It's just going to keep going. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's good to see, you know, when you think going back to the moon, one of my favorite speeches is John Kennedy's, uh, um, why we go to the moon speech at, uh, right. at, at, in Houston, you know, um, you know, uh, and why choose this as a goal? Why, why the moon? You know, you might well ask, uh, why 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? You know, why does right. Rice play Texas in football? You know, th- you think from the perspective that when he gave that speech, they'd only, Lindbergh had only flowed the Atlantic 35 years before. Yeah. And that speech is 59 years ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the rate of learning is just fascinating. Yeah. It's just fascinating what we're learning and, uh, um, yeah, don't watch the news. Don't watch it. Things are, things are great in this world. They really yeah. are. Yeah, that's you know that the uh, um, uh, we live in the best time in the history of the world, best place in the history of the world. It's great and it's getting better. It's getting better fast and it's exciting yeah. to watch it happen. It's exhilarating yeah. to be part of making it happen. Some people just um, aren't able to see it that way. So, so from my perspective, it's it's a responsibility to lift people up to share the optimism so that they can be empowered. To, to also see things that way to and and also be part of making that happen yeah um, 
and and we you know we do that through networking. I see that as part of the empowerment through networking. Yeah. It's just, no. It, yeah. It's we're we're in the golden age of really understanding human behavior, human mm-hmm. psychology, and how yeah. it all works. Um, you know, we're just it's it, it's a you know it's just a great time to try and understand these things. And I, I'm a firm believer that we could solve every problem we have just networking bring the minds together um because mm-hmm. the solutions are out there um you know whatever it might be the solutions are there well isn't it interesting that um uh, the you know the uh, the the vaccine for covid was developed so quickly i think there's probably more collaboration that occurred yeah. there than just about anything i can remember yeah oh i would imagine yeah i i you know it's and maybe that just continues these drug companies saying you know what we did this uh, why don't we take this on um, yeah. and let's and let's 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 attack it the same way um, and things will come out of this it's unfortunate people lost their lives mm-hmm. um, but things will come out of it you know it's just like the space race right we we lost Gus Grissom and three other people but we couldn't stop we had to go yeah. it was just yeah. it was part of part of what we had to go through yeah so. yeah and the uh, uh, the the uh, um, uh, Challenger launch. Yeah, remember? I, yeah, so so many of us were were tied, you know, tied to TV for that. Watch yeah. that happen. Um, and um, we 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 can't we can't stop because of failure. You know, no. The the idea that you know, like if if um if if we if we said, oh that uh, I I can't do that. That didn't work. Um, no one would be walking. Right. Um, so yeah, looking, looking forward to, uh, the things going back to the moon and, and, and beyond. So yeah, yeah, it's neat. All right. One more break. And then we, uh, we'll c- come back to wrap things up here on, uh, brave hearts radio on the voice America variety channel. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you're part of brave hearts radio Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold. Today, we're talking about empowerment through networking. My guest is Frank Agan. He's the author of several books, uh, including Foundational Networking, Networking RX, uh, founder of Am Spirit Business Connections, a uh, networking organization, uh, the host of the Networking RX podcast, creator of the Charitable Roundtable. You can connect with Frank at uh, uh, Frank. Agin.com. That's F-R-A-N-K-A-G-I-N.com for all things Frank. And uh, you can email him at uh, frankagin at amspirit.com. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I remember seeing something in your, in your bio, Frank, about you have, you, have a, um, you have a law degree, which is a JD. You have an MBA and uh, you, you're a certified public accountant, so that you, you have more initials after your name than you have name. I do. I do. Uh, well, I have more initials after my name than in my name. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it goes back to the original notion. It's like, you know, I was just kind of accumulating things, figuring that was the key, and relationships were always the key. Um, mm-hmm. And I probably in law school, should have spent less time in the library and more time in the bar. Um, and I probably would have been better off, um, but I'm not complaining. Things work out the way they're supposed to work out. And we all lessons come to us when they're supposed to come to us. And, uh, you know, I met my wife because of the job that I took. And, uh, so I wouldn't trade that for the world. Um, yeah. so, you know, it's, was meant to be well you, you mentioned your dad was an influence on you. My dad uh, used to say, no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah, and there you I, go. Thought he, I thought he was just trying to be funny. It turns out that's yeah. that's also from Confucius. And I think what he meant is where you are is where you really are. You know, accept yeah. that. It's not where you would have been if you'd have done something different. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And that gives us, uh, and your dad was a, uh, uh, or, or is uh, an influence for you, correct? Yeah, he is. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, you you know, your parents come at you and they don't really have an agenda. And I have to remind mm-hmm. my kids of this. Listen, I'm trying to help you. I have, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking to profit from this. I'm not looking to, you know, sell you on anything. I just want the best for you. Yeah. Um, and they just have to take a deep breath. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like you'd known them since before they knew themselves. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think being able to kind of get, you know, bounce things off my father, my parents, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a safe place to start asking questions. Yeah. Um, sometimes they don't get the risks of the modern world, like self-employment, entrepreneurship. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's sort of a new thing. Um, and, uh, you know, my dad, my dad was a fo- uh, college professor, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's a different world. Um, and, um, which just has changed a little bit. What did your but dad teach? 
he taught uh, teacher education. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was a teacher too. He's a okay. geography and geomorphology was his specialty. What's geomorphology? That's how glaciers make things. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Great Lakes. You know. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Good so, example. Stuff like, stuff like that. Kind of, yeah. You know, it's, and it, it is because I was, I was thinking, you know, he was, a, in a sense, he was an early climate scientist. You know? Yeah. I was I was hearing about uh, glaciers and and uh, you know essentially you know that's climate change on yeah. a on a vast scale right um, you know since I was old enough to hear him talk you know yeah and uh, that was uh, but that was very very interesting it's interesting to see see some of that now yeah so um, we called the show today empowerment through networking and. I find that my my most important thing, Frank, is to lift others up. And I say I, I do that one-to-one and um, um, broadcast to millions, right? Right. Um, empowerment, lifting others up and empowerment through um, optimism and um, connecting them with um, – people that can be helpful to them or even ideas that can be helpful to them. Yeah. It's, no, I totally agree. I mean, that's, uh, that's the key. That's, um, right. that's the, you know, you, as I indicated before, you can't control what somebody else does. Mm-hmm. Um, you certainly be cautious. You can be cautious about the types of people you help. Mm-hmm. Don't be calculating. Don't be expecting things in return, but, you know, help people who are helping others. And, uh, um, you know, it's just, it just creates a whirlwind of, uh, of goodness, um, uh, out there. Um, and, uh, as you've seen through some of the networks I've created and the people I know, it's, it's truly a pleasure to be around these people because they are, they are all rooting for you, um, looking to help you, uh, have your best interest at heart. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, uh, but good things come from it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, you know, it's just, it's a fascinating thing of if, if I were smart, I would love to be able to, if I were smarter and had the ability to program it, I would love to be able to somehow or another map all the connections and where they came from, you know, and there's, there's gotta be a pattern there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't have the time to do it. I don't have the, um, I don't have the expertise to do it in a short amount of time, but there's probably a fascinating thing there. I mean, you and I met, this is probably a lead in it. I know your next guest next week is JD Gerspine, right? That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but that's how you and I met. Right. Yeah. Um, and I met JD through LinkedIn and just having a conversation with JD, just a fun conversation. Well, people will see next week. He's just a that, fun guy. That's right. Yeah. And um, you know, no expectation that I was buying from him or selling to him or vice versa. Um, and we just kind of have remained in contact and introduced this person, introduced that person. And mm-hmm. it's kind of the long play of networking, you know, yeah. there's, you know, no, nothing immediate about it. I, I, you know, J, and you're right. JD Gershbein be the uh, guest next week on uh, Bravehearts radio. Um, what, when I first met him, um, I saw him on, on a LinkedIn post and I thought, 
I, I know him or I know the name. And so I, I asked to connect and he, he connected with me and he wrote back. And, and the first thing he said was something to the effect of, you know, we have a lot more connections now than ever before, but they often lack depth. Would you be interested in a phone conversation? And I thought, wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. And I, so I, I use that all the time now. I refer to it as the Gershbein method. Oh, there you um, go. And, and so uh, I, I, I hope he appreciates that because I, I say that with love and affection. And, uh, and the, um, uh, it's, it's been so um, rewarding to connect with people that way and, and to have conversations with people that think, I never would have thought of that. Is that, yeah. what, you know, what are you on LinkedIn for to be number 1014, you know, or, or, yeah. or whatever, but um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Well, Frank, thanks for, for being with me uh, here on Bravehearts radio today. Uh, always enjoy uh, visiting with you. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I hope I've brought value. Um, and uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's good to have conversation with you. So it's, it is, and it, it's, it's fun to, to, to be in the habit now of doing this on uh, Facebook live as well, because uh, two weeks ago, the first time I did the uh, Facebook live uh, version of the show uh, had uh, Winston Price, my producer from Bravehearts radio. And uh, we talked about the human superpower of habit. I, I said, how, how many times do you have to do something? I said one time. <laughs> that, uh, that that begins a habit. So uh, yeah. we're we're well into it now. Uh, uh, join us every week uh, Monday at three central for Bravehearts Radio. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 